1: Shake Them Ropes 297, Jeff Hawkins and Chris Novembrino. I'm Leo Rush, doing the intro for Shake Them Ropes. Eh, maybe not. Your Guide to Laundry Wars 2018, the one time of year where blood feuds go out the window because, hey, I have that shirt too. It's about the brand. It's about the brand. Loyalty, brand loyalty.
0: We're going to show who the best brand is right here, (laughs) right now.
1: We've been fighting over this for the last five or six years and we still can't figure it out, but you can join us on our Patreon patreon.com slash them ropes. We got a couple more people on there. We are going to start producing new content in December. We already have at least one episode idea there. We're going to have to come up with a second one for December there, Chris.
0: Yes, I will be on that. I will get us a little match watch list for us to do those episodes. But I think those will be fun. And I will make sure before we do those episodes to post the match watch list. If you want to watch along with us, that way you have a frame of reference and some context. Because we'll try to add some. But we're not necessarily going to recap the entirety of the match. We're just going to give a general frame of the match.
1: Yeah. Um <laughs> I I am kind of I I'm, I'm I'm a little uh I'm a little
0: you sound uh, nervous. You, you sound tentative. I'm shell
1: shocked. I'm shell shocked right now cuz I just got done watching Smackdown. And Okay, and, okay. And I'm
0: Let's work through your feelings. Uh, as a writer,
1: I've watched this and now they've they've done everything wrong that they possibly could to get a heel and they got a great baby face. And they've also done everything wrong to get a great baby face. And they now, their top baby face is a heel. (laughs) And I'm just about ready to cry sometimes. Even though I I could not be happier. Even though I'm not getting the match I want at Survivor Series. With just how mega over Becky Lynch is right now.
0: She is on top of this company. She is the hottest act in this company. People are 100% behind her. What happened on Monday, some of it was written, and it was actually the machine backfiring on itself, like when Becky had Rhonda in the disarmor backstage. That was written to get heel heat on Becky, and instead, it got the crowd 100% behind her. And then, when that beatdown started... And then obviously the accident occurred with Becky and she was gushing blood for the rest of that sequence. She was the most badass person in this company in a long, long time, Jeff.
1: It it reminded me a lot of, of Steve Austin in that WrestleMania match against Bret Hart. Bloody and defiant and passing out, but Becky with her arms up, her face bloody,
0: her hand covered in her own blood, and her just hands covered on. in her
1: own blood was the most magnificent sight of a baby face I've seen. And not only that, the company was very smart in how they handled this, because had they just announced that Becky Lynch were unable to perform and Charlotte will be taking her place, I guarantee you Sunday the we want Becky chant would be detracting from that match.
0: This was clearly the night where they realized they were never going to get her over as a heel and they needed to revise things. I, I, I'm assuming she actually legitimately does have a concussion, but I think it yes. was almost necessary for her to have a concussion, narratively speaking anyways, because you didn't want to go into this match and turn Ron to heel. So, that sequence on Tuesday night was picture perfect. She made amends with Charlotte and did it with Grace, which will, make it things, which will make things really good when eventually Charlotte turns heel on Becky, and she will have a justification now. You can kind of disregard some of these other things in the past, but this is all going to work out just fine on the Becky Lynch side by complete and sheer accident.
1: Yeah, it's it's like they it's like you watch a gymnast who misses every big move but sticks the landing, and you just kind of applaud. It's like okay, good. You know, I'm. uh, I I liked the idea. I I read uh, of if you had kept Becky, if you had stripped her of the title and you kept her off till Royal Rumble. I, I think there was some. Some legitimacy to that. I, I I'm now questioning how they end this match because I had an idea for it before. We'll get to that in our in our preview section. Um I'll try and talk my way into a into a finish. But that being said, also tonight we have a new WWE champion in Daniel Bryan. And Daniel Bryan also a now a heel officially, I believe. Unless you, unless you say him pulling a Shinsuke Nakamura on AJ Styles, who should know better by now that he, you're going to get kicked in the junk.
0: I just um, want him to do the Bret Hart Goldberg thing where he places an iron cup <laughs> there. So the next time Daniel Bryan goes to kick him between uh, the goalposts, Daniel Bryan breaks his ankle and then AJ Styles puts on the calf crusher. That needs to be the finish of their match
1: but but what this does is it also it also gives us a new fresh match for Survivor Series Absolutely. as opposed to a re as opposed to a rematch.
0: You know what's interesting um, about that match too just real quickly is that it's going to be heel versus heel. It looks like it's going to be heel Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar who and I guess maybe we should have seen this coming a little bit because they tried to babyface Brock a little bit on Monday night.
1: Yeah, it's I don't know. It's it's a little frustrating because I think if you had had Daniel Bryan on this comeback, if he had been booked a little stronger, as as you know, this is a guy who lost his career and now he's coming back, and now he's facing Brock. I think he'd be. I, I think the heat for that would be amazing. For this big match thing. as it is, I'm not going to lie. I'm really match.
0: intrigued by this match. No,
1: it's an, ex- it's an exciting match. But with Daniel Bryan as a heel now, having... And this again, he was acting like a total jerk as a baby face. And then they just all of a sudden decided to have him take advantage of this. So I really wasn't emotionally invested in it. But it's probably a good idea at this point to turn him heel. Um... It's still it, it.
0: so. Uh, here's my theory on the heel turn. I think the heel turn is their mania a phobia with Daniel Bryan. They don't want to have Daniel Bryan as a babyface if they have plans for anyone else going into Mania because the one thing they don't want is another scenario where Daniel Bryan's a babyface in the Royal Rumble. So now, you've made him a heel, and if he's the WWE champion, then he's not in the Royal Rumble. So now you've sidelined Daniel Bryan entirely from that mix, and you're cooling him off a bit. It's weird to think about that, but here's something to think about with the title on SmackDown, which is that it's been passed around on SmackDown the TV show a lot, with the exception of Backlash when it was on Ginger Mahal, which was essentially a television type of title run.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm not gonna go on board with them having planned that far in advance with the Mania thing. I, I'm 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 almost with you. I'm just not quite ready to jump on there.
0: I think it's in the back of their mind. I'm not saying it's the single motivator. I mean, I think it's time to do something new could also have been a prompt here. Roman Reigns no longer being in the picture, requiring them to reassess what the mania picture looks like. I think that's a prompt as well. But... I think they are wary of having a baby face Daniel Bryan as a dangler if they don't have plans for him.
1: Okay. Uh, no, I'm 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 more than ready to embrace it. I'm just not quite ready to yet. I'm No, I'm you there. you
0: said you're more than ready. I want you to come in. Come in for the hug, buddy. Come in. <laughs> come into the light.
1: Look, if if you want to say something about uh, see for me it's like I'm watching this show Smackdown and I'm going, "Well, if you want to say something about the temporary morality of people in in certain positions, I'm all for that because you were almost healing AJ Styles on Brian two weeks ago, and now you're healing Brian on AJ. And I'm just like, all right, look, if if we're gonna live in a world where 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 morality and, and goodness is a temporary thing, fine. I just want to see that heightened and explored to its natural conclusions. Which is anarchy? That's all I want. I want the fi- I want the chaos. Finally, that sanity was going to bring. But with this, it's like okay. So I got him coming in as a heelish underdog, undersized champ, going up against Brock Lesnar, who this company has been trying to heal on because he's not a dedicated full time employee, but who baby faced a bit against the Sings and <laughs> against Jinder Mahal. I'm just like, okay, so who am I supposed to cheer for in this? That's my only issue.
0: The problem with this company's writing style right now is that we are getting moments, especially in-ring moments, that are actually pretty good. For example, that Kurt Angle and Drew McIntyre match when I was watching the replay on Raw this week— I was watching that again, going, "Man, I really did enjoy that match." But the writing to get us there is deeply unsatisfying. Not unlike the Dean Ambrose promo. If you want to jump over to that,
1: oh uh, yeah, we'll get to that. I think in, in a second, okay. um Because okay. I, we'd still have to backtrack back to back to Becky. Because sure. Um. Oh hell, let's do it now. Um. Nia Jax has now injured. Or at least been a part of an injury to now five female superstars. Bailey and her shoulder, if you remember that. Um, Yep. Zelina Vega during the uh, Evolution Battle Royal. Alexa Bliss. Charlotte. I think twice Charlotte. And now Becky.
0: And there's a deeper problem going on with Nia beyond just the injuries, which is that the in-ring work is regressing. It's certainly not improving, but I think you could even make the argument that she is less good as a wrestler now than she was 12 months ago.
1: I like Nia personally. Um,
0: I've never met her. I've heard she's nice.
1: Well, just from everything I've I've watched on Breaking Ground and everything in terms of uh social media and things I've heard, she's an absolute sweetheart. But at the same time, if you're going around injuring people, and look, accidents happen. Yeah, yeah, the it's a physical business, it's pretend combat. Things are going to happen occasionally, but this is this is more than occasionally now. And I I just I I, I'm 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 at a loss at what to do because, of course, politically there are issues because of who she's related to and who she's dating. So I'm I'm we're gonna have to go through with this Naya Tamina angle. I I get that, but at the same time,
0: do they have I'm, to wrestle a, in it though?
1: I'm mad as hell that I'm not getting Becky and Rhonda at Survivor Series, especially because I'm a paying customer and I'm going live. Uh, I don't mind getting Charlotte and Ronda. I think it's going to be a good match. I thought they were going to be saving it for WrestleMania, and if they're taking that off the table to give me Becky and Ronda at WrestleMania, okay, I'm I'm cool with that too. But I, I don't think they're... I mean, it, it depends on if they see this now babyface reckoning with Becky as being able to be a draw for WrestleMania, and I'm not there yet. I, I still think they think that the big mega match is Charlotte, uh, Ronda.
0: Well, I think they'll I think get he, to find out on Sunday, yeah. and they'll see that Charlotte is still kind of lukewarm. And, and I think the Becky Heat will be there. I, I'm not. I'm very bullish on her staying hot through WrestleMania. I think the crowd's really bought into this. They're not going to let this one die.
1: Yeah, no, I, I think the crowd's with you. I, I'm. I'm waiting to see management get there too that that's that, that's my concern because they had their idiosyncrasies about what makes someone marketable and what doesn't so 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 well I guess we just have to wait and see um, merch
0: sales and i I do think that y- you saw a lot of that on Tuesday it the, the the way they wrote her I mean the first words out of her mouth was thank you guys i, I mean they're they seem pretty committed to this baby face turn
1: good um I, I I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm just it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, she's a baby face. But is she good enough to be the marquee? Because they were looking at Charlotte Ronda to be the marquee match at WrestleMania. And I don't know if they see Becky in that. She'll, she can be.
0: Well, number you two all three let them the know if they want to do that.
1: Mm.
0: You got yeah. a chance on Sunday to give some feedback.
1: Of course, it's not the only thing involving Nia that frustrated me this week, because in that match... Uh,
0: oh, uh, man, that some, Ember Tamina. Moon with Tamina match. You want to talk about <laughs> bad ring work. Tamina's snook looks lost in the woods, man. No, the best was, was commentary, where they said
1: Ember Moon came up in this business idolizing Nia Jax. Yeah. Ember Moon made her debut in 2007, and Nia Jax made her debut in 2010, I believe. So I'm just like, oh, my God. I get reality, but that, you know, okay, cool. That's what we're going with.
0: And the first time, I thought it was a gaffe, and then they hit the talking point again. Because I think the first time it came out of Cole's mouth, even Cole was kind of like, huh, this feels weird in my mouth as I'm saying it out loud, as though it's not right. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. Um and and speaking of possible injuries, we'll get back to that too. If the Singh brothers aren't getting five-figure tips from Randy Orton and Brock Lesnar every time they have to take some of these bumps, what are we what what are they even doing? Cuz cuz they should be making a lot of money. I'm hoping they're making a ton of money.
0: That German suplex whoo, was insane. Whoo, whoo. He landed directly on his head and neck, and his hands immediately went to that area.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, that's selling, but that's also, oh God, am I watching someone sell, or am I watching someone who legit hurt their neck? That's what I'm always afraid of.
0: The way he landed, it felt like more than selling. I don't know, maybe it was just really good selling, but... Boy, it sure looked like he landed on his head and neck.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. Um, so I'm going to bring up the Survivor Series card. We're going to go through it today since it's the main roster show. And then uh, on Thursday night, I think, um, we'll get that scheduled down. We'll go over the NXT TakeOver card, which is shaping up to be quite interesting as well. I'm, I'm really looking forward to Man,
0: that. I can't wait for TakeOver. TakeOver's going to be really good.
1: Yeah, I, I was... Uh, It's weird because I was thinking about not going to Survivor Series because I think I'm going to be so jacked over TakeOver that nothing could live up to it, but uh, I have tickets, so I'm going.
0: (laughs) No, Um, I totally understand that sort of fandom, though. If I was going to go to another Mania weekend, I might just splurge and make sure I really get good seats at the NXT event and then do all the satellite shows because those NXTs are always so good. They deliver all the way through. It's just such a good experience.
1: Uh, both, I've been, I've been to now, this will be my third TakeOver this year, I, I realize. And I'm like, yeah, because I went to uh, TakeOver Philly, and that was a blast. I went to TakeOver New Orleans, and that was just tremendous. And this one, uh, this one will be no different. But we're not there yet. Alas, this is your Survivor Series preview from Shake Them Ropes, starting off with what I think might steal the show Buddy Murphy taking on Mustafa Ali in a singles match for the WWE Cruiserweight Championship. Chris, how do you see this? Is that a cat that you just put on the mic?
0: (laughs) That cat did get out of the mic. Normally, I would edit out that cat. And uh, most of the cat noises have been edited out of this episode. But I have no way to create a continuity for it. But I have my answer for you from the great Fox Mulder, which is I want to believe Jeff, but these things always end up on the damn pre-show and they're never as good as they should be.
1: Well, yes. And the pre-show is two hours. So I think unfortunately we're getting the tag team elimination match. And I think we're getting the, uh, we're either going to get a second women's uh, elimination match on the pre-show or we're going to get this cruiserweight title match on the show. Um, I'm hoping buddy Murphy and Mustafa Ali actually open the show. Because I think that would set a hell of a tone. But I think we're getting him on the pre-show. But how do you see this
0: match going? I think Mustafa Ali wins the title here. I I think that they've been doing all these packages. And now it's time to put the belt on Mustafa Ali. And that will set the table for the Cedric Alexander stuff.
1: It's interesting because this is the only match where a title is actually on the line. Despite every other match being title holders versus title holders. Um, I have changed my mind. I did. Wait, not wait, think wait. That wait. Taking-
0: You're saying that what they need to do is launch another Cruiserweight brand. That way we can really have a competition. <laughs> Isn't that what NXT UK is? Um- <laughs> oh, man. I can't wait till next year's Survivor Series where we could have NXT US versus NXT UK. I want that to be the war games next that year. That actually would be kind of fun.
1: That'd be kind of fun. Um, I did not think they were going to take the belt off of Buddy Murphy this soon, uh, given that they had just given it to him on Australia. Uh, but I think they have to to extend the Cedric Alexander story. Right,
0: line. right. Um, Unless you're going to do the Tony Knees stuff. And there, there's a lot of interesting interplay going on on that roster right now. But I, I feel like, they're really invested in this narrative arc of Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali. And it started at WrestleMania last year. So it would make some sense to kind of be building back into that.
1: I am here for them crowning him as a strong champion. I, I think, I think it'll be good for the show to crown a champion. It'll give them something different. Um, especially cause I think there's going to be a lot of chicanery on, on the rest of this show. Um, I think it's going to be a barn burner, and and I think, uh, think, yeah, I think Mustafa Ali gets this title, and then we start getting the uh, build for the Rumble match, which will probably be Mustafa Ali and Cedric Alexander. So from there, we get the now five-on-five Survivor Series Tag Team Elimination match, and...
0: Yeah. Oh man, I love that Usos promo. Can we just shout out that Usos promo? Because they are so good on camera. With their promo delivery, they really capture the scene, and that was just really well done all the way down. Well, they made them a bigger deal
1: than this Team Raw, which not only was this was this uh, division basically buried by Braun Strowman on Raw, but With the exception of Rhino and Heath Slater, who took to the hills, every other team in this match are on the team. So why do we care about team captains exactly? Are we going to see strategy sessions being plotted out? No. There's no real rhyme or reason to have team captains if you're putting on your entire division. But nevertheless, Team Raw consists of Bobby Roode and Chad Gable, The Revival, The B-Team and the Lucha House Party and the Ascension taking on the Usos, the New Day, Sanity, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, and the Clones.
0: I feel like SmackDown is coming away with this one.
1: I don't, and I'll tell you why, because I think this is going to be an angle. Okay. Although it's on the pre-show, which makes me think they're not going to try and do something big on it. Right.
0: They usually go chalk on the pre-show.
1: Yeah, and, and my my thinking was because, look, this Raw team is full of geeks or people they've treated
0: as geeks for the I most mean, part. I mean, Monday was pretty humiliating.
1: So I was thinking Team SmackDown runs through everybody on this team. Uh, or They take out the B team. They take out the Lucha House Party. They take out the Ascension. The Revival put up a fight, and they go down. And that leaves Bobby Roode and Chad Gable, who eventually battle through a couple of these teams, and then eventually miscommunicate, and that constitutes the heel turn for probably Bobby Roode on Chad Gable, and I think that's how it ends. But I could, I could see. I actually kind getting... of
0: feel like they've abandoned ship on okay. the heel turn angle with Bobby Roode because I was watching the entrance on Monday, and they're now all cohesive in the entrance. It's not. It's not Chad Gable stepping on Bobby's big appearance. It's Chad Gable moving in synergy with Bobby Roode now. Mm. Also, okay. shout out to that awesome neckbreaker and moonsault move that they did on Monday because oh, that, was, that great. was unbelievable. That was
1: fantastic. Absolutely loved it. I hope that becomes their new finisher yes. if they're staying as a team. I can see the revival screwing over Chad Gable. Because that's always a fun story too to give the call back to NXT, and then eventually that's what leads to them. I I do think Team SmackDown wins this, um, in probably a laugher. But it might be a better match than we think, given that SmackDown. I mean, every team on here can go. Yes, if if they got everything going for them. I mean, if if they really are on there. The only that entire I, SmackDown I mean, the,
0: team are a bunch of workers.
1: Yeah, and and the raw team has some. I'm I'm not as high on Bo Dallas and Kurt Axel or the Ascension, other than Victor um as most but that uh that's there's enough people on the raw team yeah
0: and that smackdown team is sneaky talented so i i think that given the time and the focus you could have a really really fun match here the question is just will that be given the time and the focus and if it's on the pre-show my gut tells me think predictable don't go big
1: and if Metalik is in there with, like, the clones, that could really be something that we didn't see coming, and that could be awesome.
0: The Lucha House Party versus Sanity feud could be a lot of yeah. fun. Set the table for that. Yeah.
1: Moving on to straight tag match. AOP, Akam, and Rezar, your Raw Tag Team Champions, with Drake Maverick, take on The Bar, Cesaro and Sheamus, the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, who will have Big Show at their
0: side. Not for long. We, because I think the AOP are gonna demolish the big show and send a real message here in this match.
1: I think but that's gonna come after Big Show does something with Drake Maverick.
0: Yeah, yeah, I could see that.
1: You gotta get you gotta get the big guy, little guy comedy dynamic in there. Um I think Ockham and Razar win this. Yes. And they really put over on commentary a little harder than they should how big a deal this is, even though Cesaro and Sheamus You know, it'll be a bit of a slobber knocker, I think. I think it'll be a night a big men, bad men can do bad things. I actually think that this could be
0: pretty bruising if it's allowed to be. Because Cesaro will work with those two big dudes. And that'll be a lot of fun. Watching him fire up on those guys, doing all the uppercuts and everything. Yeah,
1: one of them's going for a big swing. Yeah,
0: yeah. And that will be visually very, very pleasing. Absolutely.
1: So that could be sneaky better than I thought it might be. I, I looked at that on paper, and I kind of went, oh, "That's gonna be kind of a plotting." The bar type doesn't of thing, excite
0: but- you, and then they get up on the ring apron, and you are reminded that Sheamus and Cesaro are pretty good wrestlers who have good ring savvy and always show up ready to work. Like they don't phone it in much.
1: Yeah, and and especially last year, No Mercy against uh, they were they're were doing the Usos when. Uh, when Cesaro knocked his teeth into his jaw, and it kept going. That was still a good match even after that. And Akam and Rizar don't get nearly enough credit in that uh, DIY feud and the three-way with the Revival that they probably should. Because, those guys have you know, a lot of stamina.
0: That, uh, that's mm-hmm. the thing that I was really impressed with, because I was worried that both of them were going to get gassed in some of those matches. And by and large, that didn't happen.
1: No, and I believe it's Ockham who's the one with the uh, MMA guy background. I might be wrong on that, but the one that does has some great working punches if you watch him. I mean, he's just fantastic. Um, but yeah, I think AOP wins that one, gives one to Raw. Moving on, the 5-on-5 Survivor Series elimination match for the women. Team Raw, Mickie James, Nia Jax, Tamina, Natalya, and Ruby Riott. With Alexa Bliss, Liv Morgan, and Sarah Logan, probably. Versus Team SmackDown, Carmella, Naomi, Sonya Deville, Asuka, and a player to be named later because Charlotte is now in the match with Ronda Rousey. So the question is, do we get someone who is currently on the SmackDown roster?
0: NXT call-up.
1: Or do we get, uh, well, we might get someone who might be from the NXT, or we might get someone... Who's from NXT? Who's been on SmackDown? What do you think?
0: Uh, I could see Nikki Cross showing up here.
1: I I could see Becky Lynch coming out because Becky Lynch lives in Venice here in L.A. Inch, and be, and her one appearance on this show, so she doesn't take away from the Ronda match. Set the
0: table for Nikki. Is,
1: is here to set the table for Nikki. I could see that happen. I could also see this being Mandy Rose. Uh, I don't think it's going to be one of the Iconics, but I do, could see... Because uh, you could
0: do Mandy could Rose Ma- and set the table for her feud with Sonia because they're definitely all in with the Sonya as a babyface thing. You saw cues of that after Becky came out and did her thing with Charlotte. The Iconics, the heels were off in their own thing, but all the babyfaces were around Charlotte and wishing her luck and everything. So I, I could see that.
1: But, Chris, I could also see Vince McMahon looking at this and going, this crowd loves He needs to be in this match. Oh, we
0: need Rusev. This
1: crowd loves Rusev. We're going
0: to put Lana here. Isn't she already in the match? Nope. Oh. Okay, maybe. <laughs> Why was she out there earlier? That that was just the pick thing for Becky.
1: They they yeah, they brought out the entire women's roster so that uh Becky could, you know, play who who am I going to pick to take on uh take on Ronda and I still think If that's a shoot, you pick Asuka every time. (laughs) Yeah, I know.
0: And the crowd felt that way, certainly. Like, when given the option of Charlotte and Asuka, and this is another indicator, I think, engaging the heat of Charlotte. They've done nothing with Asuka, and Asuka's still hotter.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go... Cool pick is Nikki Cross, but I'm I'm going with safe pick, and I'm going to say they're going to put Mandy Rose here. Um, As for the match... Uh, it's a story of who's going to beat up on Natalya first, probably. But uh, I think... how many
0: times does Natalya cry during this match?
1: Yeah, I-, I think Team SmackDown probably wins this. Um, I-, I I don't have a read on this because because everybody here on this team this could be a ho- this could be a ho- ho- dusty beatdown on Natalya for for Team Raw just killing. Natty. Because you're going to have nothing but heels out there except for Natty.
0: Yeah, SmackDown Um, is going to win this. This is going to be more of a skit than a match because of that Natty and the heels dynamic.
1: Yeah, I, but I think you'll have some good sequences. Like, I'm I'm very interested. Oh, you know uh, what it
0: could be? It could be that the heels cost themselves the match because they're too invested in screwing over Natty, and that leaves them at a deficit, and then the SmackDown team basically runs roughshod over them.
1: You know what else I could see? I could see a Bad News Brown going on here. I could see Tamina and Nia and going into business for themselves, hurting the rest of their partners and just walking off.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh but I think I think with Mickey in there she'll look good against anybody on that team smackdown team including Carmella. Um I think Ruby Riot will be sneaky good in this match and and uh, And they're
0: trying to emphasize her more. So I I look for her to get a little bit of featured time.
1: And Sonya Deville is is underrated um a, as a performer I think. I I'd like to really see her get a nice long shine period maybe against someone who can go with her like mickey james i'd really like to see that a lot but yeah i think uh, i think team raw takes that one uh moving on to the five on five a traditional match for team raw Dolph ziggler drew mcintyre braun Strowman, finn balor and bobby lashley with Barrett, baron corbin and the aforementioned leo rush versus team smackdown the miz shane mcmahon ray mysterio samoa joe and jeff hardy This team has been shaken up due to the fact that Daniel Bryan will now be going up against Brock Lesnar. Um, I think they kind of tipped their hand a little bit by saying that Daniel Bryan was off the team, win or lose, uh, right before the title match. Which I just went, ah, damn it. Guys, come on, man. All you got to do is say... Well, we'll have to see what happens if he loses. They I mean, had you can the give mixed me.
0: match challenge immediately after this, and you could have made the announcement right then in there. Yeah. um, This one is
1: going to be full of... Uh,
0: <laughs> of Chacani. Skits and uh, bits and angles being started because that entire Raw team is at loggerheads with one another, and we are going to eventually build to a Drew versus Braun thing. But then we also have the Finn Balor and Bobby Lashley angle that has been fomenting, and we have Leo Rush who will be on the outside. Ha ha! And then on the SmackDown side, obviously there's also a lot of disjunction there as well, but I I think that the SmackDown team is more cohesive. So I I feel like they might be the last team standing in this.
1: I, I'm thinking they're the last team standing, but I also think it's because I think Stephanie and Shane are going to be in cahoots. They're going to finally remember, oh yeah, Shane McMahon's a heel again. And they're going to find some way to kind of screw over Finn Balor along with Baron Corbin. But since since, since it's already been kind of spoiled that Baron Corbin and, and Braun Strowman is the, uh, is the headlining TLC, I think somehow... But then again, what wouldn't... Uh Wouldn't that have to fulfill the Stephanie? Yeah, in in order order for for that to work,
0: Braun has Mm -hmm. to win. So, I mean, option B here, and maybe we saw some foreshadowing of this on Monday, is that Braun Strowman becomes the Juggernaut, and Juggernaut's his way through the SmackDown team.
1: Wow, you're sliding Buddy Murphy there. Okay. Uh, (laughs) uh, Yeah, I think think team, Team Raw wins. We get to hear about how Team Raw is the A-show, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus Daniel Bryan, champion versus champion. Brock will have Paul Heyman there. Um, We've gone through this match a little bit in terms of the dynamics of it. Uh, Do they give Daniel Bryan a win over Brock Lesnar, or do they just have him get suplexed about 20 times?
0: Hmm. I don't know. Maybe they go to some sort of intriguing non-finish on this because I'm trying to play out how this match goes in my head, and I expect Daniel Bryan to be very aggressive early and probably target a limb. You have to... I don't think that they put the belt on Daniel Bryan just to send him to Suplex City for seven minutes and wrap it up John Cena style. I feel like we have to establish... What this heel Daniel Bryan's wrestling style is going to be like, and I think he has to really get some heat on himself against Brock Lesnar, which is going to be an uphill task. I don't think it's going to be easy. I don't know. It's kind of it's hard to play. I could this see out. them.
1: I could see. I could see Daniel Bryan getting like ten German suplexes, even though his head and neck should not be going through that. Yeah, you know, that's the punishment for not going to Saudi Arabia. If you want to go that way, I'm not. I'm not all in on that line of thinking. And then he loses the belt on Tuesday when AJ cashes in his automatic rematch clause. I could I could see that happen, but for right now, I think they forget. Uh, I think they forget about the ball shot on Tuesday. I think they 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 the story in match is that Daniel Bryan's a scrappy underdog. Who eventually fails in the end? I think I think Brock has to win this. He's going off to the UFC to fight over there, I believe. After after Rumble, at least. But I think.
0: What if Daniel being Bryan Brock gets in, himself disqualified, and that's how they that get could out be of this. It too.
1: The ball shot. Yeah, he
0: he he is starting to lose. I guess so. So that that could be it. Could be different then. So maybe Daniel Bryan is winning most of this match. And then Brock is starting to fire up, and that's when Daniel Bryan goes for the ball shot, a chair or something, gets himself DQ'd.
1: Okay, I could go with that. I'm I'm of the opinion nobody beats Brock until Braun beats I'm Brock. definitely
0: with you on that. Um, I don't think that they're going to have Daniel Bryan beat Brock. The question is more, are they going to beat Daniel Bryan? And my gut says no.
1: I thought the ball shot was going to come in the next match, um, but I'll go with Brock Lesnar to win this as well. Seth Rollins, your Intercontinental Champion, taking on Shinsuke Nakamura, United States Champion. This could be this could be
0: special. This could be great. yeah, up until the finish. Um, yeah, Dean Ambrose well, is going to show I mean, up. Dean Ambrose is going to be in the yeah. audience. This could be as dumb as a distraction finish, but I think that the match up until the finish will be very good.
1: And and that's the problem here is is that. Everybody's expecting screwjob, 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 so that none of these champions look weak. Um, I really dug Shinsuke Nakamura's promo. I loved the whole heartbroken. Oh, oh! He says he's not thinking about me because he's all I've been thinking about, and I'm gonna break his face. I, I really loved this. Um, I, I was gonna have Seth Rollins go over clean here on on Shinsuke. I think they could do that because someone has to. Someone has to win one of these matches one of these days, but um, I like your I like your uh, your theory too that Dean is is screwing this up because that I thought I thought the screw job was going to come in the women's match, but um, I could see this being you know D, Dean interferes gives uh, Seth Rollins the, the dirty uh, deeds the dirty deeds and then Shinsuke pins him or knees him in the face and pins him. I could see that too. Or he um, gets
0: Seth counted out by hitting him with the dirty deeds on the outside yeah. coming out from the audience. But yeah, that that's how I see this going. Dean's going to be involved in the finish or Dean is going to be on Seth's mind throughout this match. And that's going to be the story of this match. Finally,
1: Ronda Rousey, your raw women's champion taking on Charlotte flair, representing SmackDown in Becky Lynch's absence. Uh, Had this been Becky Lynch, I was thinking that Tamina and Naya were going to come out here... Yeah, non-finish. Destroy them both, and it'd be a non-finish. As it stands now, I think there has to be a finish.
0: Ronda's going to win. Because this also Um, has to be a one-off, because they don't want to continue this angle. They want to sort of set it and forget it. So I think the chalk answer here is probably the right answer, which is Ronda wins.
1: I agree. I I think Ronda wins. I think... I think mean, it's going to be a very interesting match. I think I'm, it's going I'm to be really well in, worked. I'm
0: not there. I, they're going to try. They're going to give it time. They're going to. They're try. certainly going to try. Going to yeah, try. And, and no, I mean Charlotte's going to do moon salts. She's going to put in effort, especially in Becky's yeah. absence. I think there will be a little bit of extra motivation there.
1: I, I think. I think. Uh, Becky worked a little bit... Would work a little bit better with Ronda because they have the... Uh, the
0: submissions. The ground know, they game.
1: Have the submissions of the ground game. You know, the judo throws. Those would work in their favor. Whereas Charlotte's more of a...
0: She's flashy. So, like, Becky can do the b- more... Brawler
1: flash. Yeah, thing. Becky yes. can do
0: the grinding wrestling thing with Ronda. And they can be lower to the ground, more on the mat, kind of rolling around. Whereas Charlotte... Is a WWE wrestler, and she's a really, really good model of it. Where she does the high-flying moves, they look really good, and they're really well executed. But she has a a very specific WWE style that that doesn't necessarily lend itself to having the great vocabulary on the mat. So...
1: I've seen some people say maybe Shayna Baszler comes out and helps Ronda. I'm not going to go there. I think after this match, I think Nia Nia and Tamina still attack. Um, I just don't think it's going to be a non-finish. I think Ronda Rousey will beat Charlotte Flair. Possible set up a rematch for WrestleMania where Charlotte gets the win back and gets the first win over Ronda. I could see them telling that story. But I definitely think they tipped their hand very hard on the Nia Jax Tamina beat down of Ronda at, at some point in this match, I think it's going to come afterwards. Yeah. So that, that's your Survivor Series 2018. Um, I, I'm going to be interested being in that crowd if they do a lot of screw jobs, if it turns that crowd, because this is a big event type of thing. They're going to be in town for two more days after this. They just can't do something and leave town like they have the past two pay-per-views. So, um, People I, want thinking, work,
0: and there's a real question on this card of where the work's going to come from.
1: Yeah, but I'm looking forward to some of these matches. I think it's going to be an exciting card. Um, I'm especially looking forward to Buddy Murphy and Mustafa Ali. I hope they get a house. Uh, <laughs> I hope it's not the first thing on the pre-show. Uh, since it's a two-hour pre-show again and a four-hour main card. Six hours of WWE action on Sunday. Four or five on, on Saturday. Raw and you SmackDown don't need a family. all here in Los Angeles. You
0: don't need to do anything. Your job is stupid. Just watch wrestling.
1: Yeah, just watch wrestling, kids. Uh, Patreon.com slash ShakeThemRopes. Give us a tip. We'll give you a show or two every month to thank you for it. Thank you all those who have already joined. Uh, Chris, where can the people find you?
0: You can find my other show, which is "Don't Worry About the Government." New episode out like today, and you can find that at Don'tWorryTV and on iTunes and Stitcher. There's also a new premium episode out, so. Go and look that up. And my other show is the All in the Family podcast. We'll be getting back into the production groove here sometime soon. It's just that Lindsay and I's production schedules have not really linked up. But you can find all the archival episodes and catch up on it. That's the nice part about that show. If you haven't listened to it yet, you can start from the beginning right now at All allinthefamilypodcast.com and on iTunes and Stitcher. And I am at C-H-R-I-S-N-O-V-E-M-B-R-I-N-O i have
1: another plug i had a show drop today on the voices of wrestling network i am on music of the mat again with andrew rich talking music of the territories where we go into real songs that were used by wrestlers a lot of fun got to talk some rush got to talk some queen got to talk some Skinnard. let's blast give you about two and a half hours more of me this week um with my voice going, who knows if you're gonna get a second show for me? But uh, you can follow me at Crap Game Thirteen. You can follow the show at Shake Them Ropes. Go to VoicesOfWrestling.com. Join the forums. Good talk by good, intelligent wrestling fans. For Chris Novembrino, I'm Jeff Hawkins. See you later this week. Interviews, analysis, music, and and me, Matt Kuhn, on Total Engagement.
2: Go to any podcast platform to listen today.